Yo people, what's going on? What's good? It's your boy Fabs. It's your boy Milo. And we're here to bring you yet again another episode of Laser, Laser Life. Life. Woyoy. Episode 23. Come on, back for the 23rd time in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just a quick disclaimer um, for you guys, um, especially for um, our listeners that um, listen to us quite frequently. As you can probably tell, there's a little bit of a um, sound change with the way how we're sounding today. We've got a little bit of a different setup today. So um, if you hear any echoing or any screaming children... Please just 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 ignore it. Yeah, <laughs> try and recharge it. <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't actually come out when we try to edit it out. But um, yeah. hopefully, it's all right. But yeah, yeah, just a little disclaimer in case you hear a screaming child. For real, for real. But um, we'll, you'll still be able to hear, you know, the amazing content that we're going to be um bringing to you today. Um, another thing I just wanted to um quickly say um thank you very much um yet again as always for our listeners um for listening to us um constantly and just keeping up to date with what mm-hmm. we are bringing to you on a weekly basis. Um, just wanted to say shout, shout out and say thank you honestly um, we appreciate it and trust me we've always got something excited for you to speak about um, and speaking of that Miles yeah. what, what are we going to be on so today uh, it's a really what's the word for it I'm trying to find the word I don't want to use the word depressing but it basically it's a, it's a, really, it's a, it's a demoralising topic mm. to be fair um, obviously as most people who have been if you're on social media you would have obviously been aware would have seen what's happening on social media regarding um, the police brutality and all of just the fucked up shit that's happening around the world, mainly so in Africa, mm-hmm. um, regarding the police brutality and the pretty much the neo neoliberalism, neoliberalism of what's happening in these countries, um, more so specifically with Nigeria and the NSARS movement, which I suppose you like anytime there's always something anytime anything happens, like whether it's on social media, whether someone has passed away, like for example, the whole COVID thing, the whole George Floyd thing, like anything that happens it just makes me want to take a step back mm-hmm. from social media. I yeah, feel like it literally, me. it drains me. It literally drains my energy just to scroll and see so much trauma and dysfunction going. And and, and I feel like I don't want to become desensitized to it all. So it's like, I, I yeah. find it hard to just sit there and scroll through stuff because I'm just thinking this could be anyone that I know. This you know is I mean? it. Like, it could be anyone in general, like as a human being, like, I have, I have a sense of decency for humans. Like to see people being slaughtered, see people being killed innocently as well innocently and it's young people as well like it just grinds my gears and it makes me just have no heaven humanity I swear to god because I just feel like if we can allow these things to happen and allow all the fucked up shit that's happened from years back before and this is where we're at now with all the technology we've got in front of us everything that's here it's like where we really moved to exactly that and it makes me think you know what obviously there's rights and all these things but what what rights do we actually have do you know I'm coming from because it's like how is it that it's normal for people to get killed. For what reason? For no reason. You get me? And it's just... Oh, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's really... It's a lot. It's really much so a lot. And I'll be honest with you, like, especially, like, um, you know, I'm on social media and everything. Like, I usually um, use Instagram to kind of, like, get my news. And I don't know you usually use um, Twitter to get your news as well. Yeah, so I, feel, I feel like Twitter news comes quick. Of course. It comes people quick. On people it. on it. Like, there's what? bare people. Like, I can't lie. Twitter has helped me just gain information and knowledge on a lot of stuff but especially when it comes to these topics because people speak about stuff that I'm like rah I never knew this linked into this or this affected this or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously yeah so obviously today we'll be speaking about all of that kind of stuff that's happening um, so to start off with the police brutality in Nigeria um, obviously so we all know about the NSARS movement that's going on now which obviously um, so the SARS obviously is a special anti-robbery squad robbery, robbery squad um, which mm-hmm. is obviously there they've been probably created to help 
protect and ensure the safety and welfare and well-being of its citizens and and protect the civilians and everything and whatnot. Um, but instead, of course, people are literally, literally getting murdered. People are having sexual assaults. People are getting raped. People are being tortured. People are being harassed. And it's a shame that it's, it's mainly like the youth of the country that this is happening to because we all know that the youth pretty much are the future. Like without them, mm-hmm. the, you know, it's, it's, it's a question mark whether what's going to happen in, in the next, you know, couple of years, within the next generations and stuff. So to, for the youth to be going through this traumatic time and if, for, for it to be them having to, you know, take things into their own hands and feel like they need to protest and fight against the brutality and the dysfunction and the unfair treatment of what's going on is scary. And it's it's an, it's kind of the even very more upsetting because... Places like Nigeria, it's not like the corruption and the police brutality has happened just this year. Like, Nigeria is known for having corrupt governments. Most places in, in Africa, to be fair, are, but Nigeria is most also specifically. Even Nigerians themselves will tell you that the corruption there exceeds far more than just what's happening now. Um, I would even say most third world countries mm. have that kind of setup in a mm. sense. Do you know what I mean? Where their government is corrupt or the government probably has less power than, you know, another form of whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of... I don't want to say it's expected, but even that, it shouldn't even be expected at all be. because it's like, you know, why is... It's basically saying that, you know, people don't have a voice. No, people literally. don't have... People don't have no rights mm. to, um, you know, to live. Like, how can you, like, choose who and when should kind of come off this earth? Like, do you know where I'm coming from? It's a lot. And it's like, the question is why? Why? And that's that's what still sticks into my head. Why? Do you yeah, have the answer? I mean, to, be, to be honest with you, like, like I said, I feel like all of this stuff has been going on for years. Um, and... I don't. Th- I I want to believe there's going to be change happening, but I'm. I don't know. I'm not that hopeful to be honest with you because things like okay, so for example, Nigeria is like a sovereign a sovereign nation, which is basically like no external governments can basically have a hand in the stuff that they implement, the stuff that they, cho- they choose to do, yeah, um, unless they're at war with another country, which is like basically saying I don't care what you lot are doing there as long as you don't bother no one else. Basically, because the first thing I've said to myself is okay, cool, these things are happening. Even when they happen prior times, I've always thought to myself, "Raw, is there not like an agency or like some a body, sort of... some form of like world organization?" Yes, of course, and there is one, but of course they're not going to help because this all aids and abets their nonsense and their bullshit. Like I, for example, even the I don't want to get onto it. <laughs> I swear to God, so the UN, who they have people, for example, they have, they've got a task force, a task team. So it's like a, um, a UN international peacekeepers. And these peacekeepers are put into some third world countries to help protect the civilians and maintain some sort of sense of cohesion around the country. Mm-hmm. However, the UN people, the UN international peacekeepers who are coming in there to help protect the civilians are the ones that are there raping people, killing people, doing all the same fucked up shit that they're there to help protect them for. So a lot of people in these countries are probably thinking, oh, we've got people here to help us. But really, they're not there to help. They're here to help. It's just all, all, literally, all there to sabotage. And it's just a big scheme to make it seem as if things are being done and really, they're just taking even more. Taking even more. And it's like, people generally need to understand that this has been going on for years. Like, for example, the stuff that's, even the, the, the stuff going on in Congo, like, it's genocide. People are dying by the hundred thousands every year, even by the millions, in fact, every year. And nuts. it's like, there's already been a whole genocide in Congo from 
the 19s. Long time ago, with yeah. The, with the King Leopold II, this mm. fucked up guy. Even him, like, the fact that he's not spoken of or seen as bad as how Hitler is, then it's, it's already a problem. People feel like these these figures are here to implement change and try and make rules and for the, for the greater good of mm-hmm. the people. But really and truly, it's not. It's just to control everyone. And, for example, what's going on in, in Nigeria now is all like, I the first thing I've kind of said to myself is like, so where are all the other African leaders who are meant to be speaking out against mm-hmm. this? What's good? Because, for example, if a sport like football, if a racist incident happens, the whole entire football league, or the, the whole FA, the whole football association is up in tits about it. Mm-hmm. There has to be a movement. There has to be something yeah. done about it. Yeah. But that doesn't, it's, that's not the same case when it comes to human beings and and living in their countries. Yeah, And being true. citizens in their places. Like, that's not the case. And even if there is something happening, fair enough, cool. What I also don't like with with how things are going is whenever there's harm going towards black people, why is it that we always need to have some sort of social movement or social empowerment? And I get we're in a, we're in a day and age where social media is the drive of driving force behind a lot of things, but a hashtag isn't enough. A hashtag isn't and, enough. And, that's, and I feel like we keep living by hashtags all the time. Our lives are not hashtags. And furthermore, what has actually been done? What has been what done? What has been done? Because... Even with all the protesting what's been going on right now, okay, cool, I understand it's raising awareness, but how much awareness do you actually need for something to happen? And that's my thing. Even on, on that topic, I got annoyed seeing stuff on Twitter, people talking about, oh, um, if you're not tweeting about it, if you're not spreading awareness about it, you're not doing the right thing or blah, blah. But hold on a minute. Shut up. Because just because I'm retweeting and posting stuff, how do you know I really this genuinely care? Yeah, this is it. And I'm pretty sure there's even some people that don't even understand half of what they even reposted and all these things. Some people you know, are doing it just to know that they've done it. Yeah, exactly. Just, that. Say, oh, cool, just for safe. validation. Just for validation via social media so people can see that they've spoken about it and they care. That's not how things are meant to be. Because same things as the George Floyd thing and Black Lives Matter, we'll do it for one week, we'll do it for two weeks. And then in a week time, we'll see us coming, causing, causing harm to each other. <coughs> Sorry. And doing shit that isn't of our nature. Mm. So it's like, where are we trying to be? What... What side are on the field exactly. are we on? Are we for our people or are we against our people? Because and it doesn't really make sense at this point and I'm tired of it. This is it. It's like, let's make it make sense. You get me? Like, I just don't understand. We've just, we've already had a mad 2020 as it is already. Do you get what I'm coming from? And it's like, obviously I know you said this has obviously been happening from like time back and years back and all these things, but it's like, we really should be doing a lot more to kind of like protect our people because killing them, killing um, us and each other is not going to um, make anything better. Do you get what I'm coming from? Like, even the fact of, you know, the youth in Nigeria, like you said, they're literally like the people of today and they are also the future as Mm. well. And it's like, why is it that you're killing these people off when you know that, you know, they carry, they carry weight but then people are also jealous of, you know, materialistic things as mm-hmm. well. So um, if I'm correct, we were just talking about earlier as well. Um, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Okay. Um, I believe his name is Oki. Okay. Um, yeah, he yeah. was the, um, is it the young, is it software? Was he a software he designer? A, he was a software designer. Yeah. Digital something, software. Yes. Yeah. I believe he also done some um, work for um, Beyonce. Um However, like, you know, I know that he was um, trending quite a lot as well. I know a few people that actually um, did know him and so forth as well. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. But, like, he got killed. Why is he getting killed for? Do you get what I mean? Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. What is actually going on? It's it's honestly saddening. Like, people who haven't been able to live their lives. Like, I'm sitting here. I'm big 25 and I have the opportunity to have a podcast and sit and do these things. Whereas 
people back there are like stressing out. This is it. They don't know whether they should leave the houses because if they leave the houses, they might get killed. It's exactly like, that. And that is not a thought I have to think about. And I also think for myself as well, like I have to be grateful for my parents because obviously I'm not Nigerian in it, but there's obviously a lot of stuff going on in Ghana as well regarding like sex trafficking, human trafficking, all that kind of stuff as well. So mm-hmm. it's mad regardless anywhere. And I had to give myself, give gratitude to my parents because I just, my first thing that I thought to myself was raw. Like, if my parents actually didn't come to UK, like to, to London, like, what would, what would my be? life actually be like? Yeah, what would life actually be? Would I not be? be just like everyone else back home, fighting for our rights and trying to get equality or trying to find a sense of meanness towards our life? Right. All of that. And listen, can you just imagine if they probably just didn't use... They probably even done that because they probably even knew about certain things that was happening back then as well. And that's why it makes sense when people migrate to go to other countries for a better life. It's because there's so much crime and civil unrest going on in their countries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's mad when you deep it, like, how there's immigration laws about people. Certain people... Like, it shows where humanity is. That's what it does. It shows how much we genuinely care about people because people who are in those high positions where there are governments and institutions who are there in place to support people are further making more crime. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, they're, trying to, they're, they're trying to make it look like they're making things better when they're really, really making things worse. And even, I mean? like, even for, so, for example in Nigeria, imagine living there and it's been what? Maybe about a couple of, I think it's been about seven, maybe I think it's probably about a week or so of just the process going on. Yeah. And your president didn't say nothing. Nothing. But when he opened his mouth... Nothing of sense came out of it. He basically just sat there and said, okay, well, everything that's happening, yeah, it's happening, but, you know, we're not going to ease off around, we're not going to ease the military off, we're not going to ease anything, and we're going to continue to, we're going to answer with this violence, with even more violence. Because we have to, you have to remember, like, he, the, probably the president probably sees this as, okay, the civilians are now feeling like they can make an up, uproar and what change what's happening in my country I don't think so and that's how I see I feel like he sees it the, the people having power people can never have power the government's mm-hmm. there for a reason mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. will never allow the power to go to the, to the population because once that happens the government is overthrown yeah but even they're if not that in happens, control exactly because they want to be in control exactly but yeah. mm-hmm. that is not the answer there has been kids being killed murdered left right centre and you as a president your main thing is just about cracking down on people who are committing more crimes and they're supposed to be helping but one thing that also makes us really, because I, you know, I'm into the like governments and stuff a lot, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of similarities of what's going on in Nigeria as what's going on in the protests in America, because there's people in Nigeria who are saying that it's not them who are creating the destruction to the to the country, so to say. So they're not vandalizing, they're not doing all that kind of stuff. It's not them. Okay. Um, it's people that have been brought into. Nigeria, who, who have been funded to go and do these things, basically, like okay. so in back home, like in Nigeria, Ghana, they have a thing called area boys, which is what we would possibly be calling roadmen, pretty okay, much. Like who that. just come to you, tell them, "Cool, I'll give you this much amount of money if you go and kill these people, or you go and do this or rub or whatever." And all exactly these things, that. yeah. And that's exactly what is happening. That is exactly what is happening in Nigeria now, and it's the exact same thing that was happening during the George Floyd protests in America, and everyone was saying, oh, it's not us, it's not the civilians, like, it was literally videos, hundreds of videos of showing people dressed up in all black, knocking down glass, breaking down businesses, and doing all that kind of nonsense, and they weren't protesting, they were just there to cause further harm, and these are all people who are in the category of group, group, group of organisation called Antifa, which is basically, they're just there to sabotage the world, really and truly, they're just going to fuck shit up because they're being paid to do it. So in order for the change to come, 
it's gonna ha- it's gonna come once the, once the population everyone has just started to get crazy and mm-hmm. cause all this destruction. That's when they start to bring in the national guard and the the big military people to start to implement changes and laws. And I feel like that's what they want to do. Okay, they want to make people get to a place where they're so angry that they have to do all these things that now the government's like, like cool, we can't take this no more. We need to get these people under control. That's when they start to bring in stuff like curfews and these things. Because these curfews mm-hmm. and stuff, it gives you avenue to start creating further harm. Yeah, Because yeah. you know people are out, for example. And in Nigeria, they, they even what, they gave a curfew time of what? I think it was like seven or nine or something. Whatever. One of those two. But people were obviously still out. Of course, they were listening to that. Whilst, that. whilst they were told, this is the now the curfew time. But you're still there. That is mad. You know what I mean? It's like, there's Did so much stuff that just doesn't make sense for me. What doesn't make sense to me as well is the fact that, you know, people who have obviously been injured, whether they've been stabbed or whether they've been shot and so forth, um, in terms of obviously seeking medical assistance, the ambulances were turned back. They were turned back. Like, they wasn't allowed to assist and help and so forth, which I did not understand whatsoever. If if someone is being hurt, why are you? Who gives you the right to refuse someone that needs help? Do you Mm. get what I'm coming from? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. So it's like you are purposely making people suffer. Right, but why? And I'm just trying to deepen think. Right, the like the impact that has not just some people in Nigeria, but even for like us that are even out of the country as well. Do you get coming from? It's affecting so much people. It's actually a madness. Like you've got people that are obviously over here that um who's got like family over there, maybe even immediate family over there, like them um like their parents or their brothers and sisters, cousins, grandparents, and all of that. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And it's like. You know, it just causes panic and worry. And it just really makes makes me think, like, why is it that we've been made to fear and worry and all these things? In a time of COVID, all of this is happening. Yeah? All of this, and exactly. This is, I, like, people always tell me, oh, Miles, stop reading into conspiracy theories. Like, but this is why I do it, because I don't believe the shit that comes out of anyone's mouths. Like, so if all this happened in Nigeria and around the world, what's going to be the change? Where When is there going to be one person exactly. or an organisation to be like, cool, there's too much unrest going on in the world we need to bring up, think of a plan where we can, you know, bring equality and all the nice, good things that people mm-hmm, want. Mm-hmm. Why is that never a topic of conversation? Even if it is, it is for a minute just to have it. But really, there's never any change. There's never any change. And it's made me realise that we have, the world needs to be like this for the ones who are making the rules, the governments, to keep in their power and keep controlling stuff because what, what do you think the answer is going to be? What, one, there's going to be one leader all of a sudden he's like, okay, cool, I know what's best for Africa. I'm going to make, it, I'm going to make this happen. That already did happen. It was it was Colonel Gaddafi, and what did they do? They killed off Gaddafi because they tried to make it seem as if he was a terrorist and he was there to kill other countries and, and terrorize people. No, he was here for the African community. He was here for the Africans in general. He wants to make his own like currency for Africans. He had so much plans. Mm-hmm. They're not going to speak about all of that kind of stuff though. The UK and US literally conspired together to literally murder him off. And now what's happened in Libya? Libya is literally an open field for, for slaves, for rape, for sex torture, everything you can possibly think of is happening in Libya because there's no one there to try and implement any sort of change. Because the one person crazy. who was trying to do it is now dead. He's now dead. And any time someone wants to make change, they always end up dead. It's and crazy. what, it's just be a coincidence all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. No, and then you've got people like the, the UN who have these international peacekeepers who are in these countries acting as if they're there to help. When really... They're literally not doing anything. They are there to aid and, to aid and abed the rapes and the crimes that's happening there. I'm currently reading a book now. Um, it's called The War on Women. Um, and it was written by a British journalist. And she goes into... Like, she's literally in, the, in these countries interviewing these women and people who have been in certain situations. And there's so many stories about 
task forces that have been created to implement the security of of people in the countries and stuff and they've just gone there raping people left right and center committing further crimes and when these people are reported the only thing that can happen to them is that they lose their job they don't go to prison because it's not in their it's not in their their districts are to say so they're not in a place where they can convict them because they're not a citizen of that of that country in that place anyway so all that's happened is you lose your job go back home wow is this how things are really set up bro the united nations all they're doing is they all they only up here to uphold colonialism and white supremacy i don't know organization is really here for the betterment and development of black people who are in a place of actually making a change because anyone true. who wants to make changes, always there's always a struggle. There's always a fight mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. It, it should be it should be easy it to find be, people yeah, exactly, who yeah. are above you who want to help and see a great change for the greater good. But the corruption goes so far deep that I feel like I'm we're in a place of just I have to just shrug my shoulders because if these ambulances, like you said, are not going into these areas to help people who need the support, what is my tweet going to do? Yeah, yeah. That's why I have my thought process and what I think how I'm thinking because. Yeah. Yeah, little alone me here. Yes, of course. I have, and that's why another reason why I have this this podcast platform. We have it like to speak about these things. Mm-hmm. That is me. I'm doing my job. Don't worry about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? But again, to what extent is this going to benefit anyone? Yes, we're educating ourselves, but the actual change. Where, where is it, and what's happening with it? And that's what I'm saying. Everything is. For, I'll just give them a hashtag. They'll be fine. Nah, that's not enough. It's actually not enough at all. And I'm I'm honestly just tired of it. I don't know what it's going to take for. I want something to happen like because like i said so we have the world health organization united nations what have they done to help any country that is going through stuff how many years have they had unicef red cross going to these countries doing documentaries and videos of the of the poor state of the countries but then what you lot take your equipment and just go instead of making the change that you're asking for because you guys can do it exactly clearly you can do it so What's good? What's going on? Where's all the change? These, yeah, Where is the change? All of these millions of money you've made, you lot can't tell me that you can't even fix one village in a certain country. You can't go and implement change in one place. Seriously. It's crazy. And that's why I just feel like the world is a joke right now. It really is. And, and it's, it's, it's upsetting because it's... So, like I said earlier, I feel like it's just a whole bunch of psychological warfare. That's all it is. It's psychological warfare. This because it's literally it. psychologically is is deteriorating people's sense of motivation for even being alive. Mm-hmm. It's changing people's thought processes. Like psychologically, no one is going to be the same whilst witnessing black people, especially if you are black yourself. You're not going to be able to go through Twitter and see people in Cameroon, little kids in Cameroon being shot dead. You're not going to be able to see on the floor. You're not going to see blood. How can how should that be normal? Why is it normal? It's disgusting. And then on the other hand, you've got people like Joe Biden's son, who's been done for these allegedly having his sex tape out nonsense all of that stuff can be filtered and fact checked yeah but when it comes to the bereavement and the the, the grieving of black, black lives people, yeah. there's no sort of there's it's okay nothing. let that stay out there on the, on the social medias and the nets it's nuts man. so I, I've just lost all faith in humanity I can't even lie to I, you I don't, I don't blame you at all to add on to that as well like we said in Paris when their church the Notre Dame thing was yeah. on fire these everybody was rushed. they were all running there quick they were like yeah take all the money take all the money and obviously, yes, we know it's because they already have their alliances with, with each country and they all support each other. But a church is on fire and there's a genocide happening in another country. What do you think is more important? Do you get what I mean? What, you want to save the Buddha, but you don't want to save people. And that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't see how this can ever get better. 
And not to be funny, just imagine if something like this keeps continuing to happen. Everybody, everybody, and even if you are like, you know, even if you feel like you're not really a part of what's going on, trust me, you're going to be a part of it. It's going to affect you. Do you get what I mean? It's like, it's even thinking to myself like, rah, where is safe? What is safe? Do do I have rights? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what do I even need to do to protect myself, protect my people? You get me? Like, I feel like whatever we try to do, like it's not being taken seriously at all. Mm. It's, it's, it's as if it's, it's as if they want us dead. Yeah. Like you know, and we shouldn't even have to be thinking like this. You know, people's mental capacity is literally just going through the roof right now, and I feel so sorry for you know for um, people's families who have um you know passed passed away and all of this. Like, it's we are only now at the stage of t- talking about how bad slavery was and how there hasn't been any sort of. What's, how, how can I pronounce the word? Re, reconciliation? Reconcil- re, reconciliation? Um, yes. Yeah, I know, like, yeah, when yeah. you reconcile, when you bring things back together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any of that for any black people, any black person, or anyone who's gone through any sort of mental distress. It's just been... That's just, just yeah, the shoulders, yeah. It's not slavery anymore. You guys can get over yeah, it. Yeah, all of that. But, but trust no, me, because it's not that. It's still happening. And the trauma is going to live forever. Until, until something has been done about it. We get to a yeah. place where we're able to have conversations about the stuff that has traumatized us in our lives. Exactly. And have some sort of form of reparations for it. Not if it needs to be reparations in the form of money, because money can only help people to till, till some extent. Mm-hmm. People generally can't get the thought of seeing their sibling or parent or someone they know close who they've loved their whole lives being shot dead or being stabbed or whatever that's like. You couldn't even bear to think of it. Exactly that. I didn't even have the mental capacity for it, if I'm honest. I couldn't. Like, I, don't, and I, don't. I had to stay off social media. Like I, went, I was off it for a whole three days and then I went on it today and I saw the stuff that happened, was all the things happening in Cameroon and I was like, yeah. It's all mad. I'm not coming off this because I want to turn a blind eye. I'm coming off this to, again, preserve my mental exactly health. Exactly that. I have to. Like, keep and your sanity. It's just like, it's just, it's just, I don't want to be desensitized. 100%. I don't want to see that stuff and think, oh yeah, it's normal. Just scroll past it. I have to come off it. I have to. You have to. And ugh, I just don't understand where, obviously, I understand, like right now, these are the times where it's obviously been a lot more promoted and everything like that now. But it's like, it's just so like in our face. It's like, we, it's like, like he says, it's either we choose to ignore it or we actually just have to do something about it kind of thing. And I feel like people are becoming a lot more desensitised to it where it's actually still happening. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's sad, man. It's a double-edged sword because I feel like the awareness is helping. Much as I said, yeah, we're doing awareness to what extent, but now that I think about it, I'm like, I feel like the awareness does help because, again, we're getting to a place where I feel like there will be change. A part of life, Fingers crossed, man. I, I really hope and Fingers be it's going to be changed, but I just don't feel like it'll be anytime soon. And that's my main issue. Like, from, for example, places like my school when the whole Black Lives Matter stuff was going on, they were quick to be like, yeah, we stand in solidarity with you guys. We ha- we're all going to do this, going to do that. I'm sorry, nothing's changed. It's clearly that was seen, a part of the script. I haven't seen no black members of staff who have changed their roles. No one's been going into leadership roles. And if they have, they're not black. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. And even if, they, if, and if they are, you've got that one talking person just to be there, just to be there. There's no actual change. And mm-hmm. again, that's what I'm saying when it comes to social movements for us. It's tem- Everything's just so temporary. It's so true. Because There's never a long-term planning goal to figure out what can we actually do for this demographic of people who have been struggling to live their lives for all these years. Because all we want to do is live, you know. This is it. And why is it all so difficult? All we want to do is live freely, Why is it so difficult? And we can't do that. No matter what country we are, a black person can never just be a black person and live the same life that a white person would live in the sense of being able to wake up, leave their house, if they've got a job, go to, go work, to work, be around their family, have something to eat without thinking, 
if I leave my house today, will I get killed? Or I have to be safe and be careful how I leave my house. Or when I'm out, I can't do certain stuff or I have to be a certain way. Some people will never have this thought process that yeah, they have. Exactly. And that is coming from trauma. Only trauma can make us have mm-hmm. that sort of thought process mm-hmm. before something happens. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I want to really believe that things are going to change because obviously things like mental health being a, a now spoken topic. Bear in mind, it's a now spoken topic rough re- recently in this country. Yes. Imagine only recently. Imagine the mental health conversations or the lack of mental mental health conversations that's going on in Africa. And no that is important. No one's thinking about that. That is important, and this is and this is why I even like the topic of mental health slowly, gradually getting out here. And like you said, maybe there obviously will be some form of change, and it will gradually happen, just like how mental health is gradually getting out there as well. And I think this is kind of the most important thing that someone, but that people need to kind of um, understand. Um, they obviously everyone in Africa and everyone worldwide they do need that help. Do you get what I mean? And, and if you think of it like this as well, you're right. I mean, you know. Both of us, well, you coming from an African background, me coming from a Caribbean background, okay? Mental health, as we know, is not something that is kind of spoken about within mm-hmm. families and so forth. Do you get what I mean? It's, it's a very much so a taboo subject. So yeah. now I really feel like this is the time for, you know, our people to be getting that help. Do you get what I'm coming from? Um, and, you know, that's where, the, that's where the, I feel like that's where the change kind of needs to start. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm coming from? And also another thing as well, I think it's really important to check up on your people. Check up on your people that you probably feel like that probably may be affected by this. Do you mm. know where I'm coming from? Because, you know, you never know what they're going through. You get me? You don't even know what that local one phone call, or what that local text message can do for somebody. Do you know what I mean? You know, like, like I said, I know someone whose um, parents are out there. I mean, can you just imagine like your parents being in a country where all of this, like, is happening. Mm. Like, it's, it's worrying. It's actually worrying. Imagine having, you know, your family member actually being shot dead out there like yo can you just like nah it's, it's it's mad so this is why i feel like you know even if it's just little things of trying to help okay it's still something so mm. just checking in with your people them um you know that you feel like probably may be um um affected by this this that that's at least something that you know we could do you get me because you know it starts from somewhere so, mm. do you know what i mean so you know i feel like yeah that's definitely important it's definitely 100 percent important um and i also think to myself like I don't know. Do when do you do you actually generally see change happening anytime soon? Because just not long ago, obviously, like I said, the whole George, George Floyd stuff happened in like May June times. Everyone was like, "There needs to be change. There needs to be change." We've done all of this protests and all of this stuff, and we're black people are still getting killed. And I feel like even beyond that, I feel like when it comes to Africans and African lives, everyone moves silent. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's moved, everyone moves. Everyone's silent. Be like. People are speaking about everything that's happening now, but it's just civilians. Like I don't, I don't know. I haven't really been around on social media much to see what people are being, what people have said. But I don't feel like people who have the influence to make some sort of change or to even spark that conversation are doing that. Those are doing it. Because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, it's nice that you know these celebrities are out here, you know, um, doing their little videos and mm. everything like that. But I mean, okay, it's something, okay, but if you've obviously got that kind of authority and that power, what else could you really be doing? Do you mm. know what I mean? I understand that, yes, obviously you probably might have your own lives to live in all these kind of stuff there, but at the same time, like, if yeah. it takes for someone like yourself to, um, you know, make a change, why not do it? So, um, I don't know if you, this is what you were just about to say, but mentioning like Beyonce. I don't know if that's what you were no, just about to say. Okay, cool. Well, um, I know that um, T.Y. Savage was basically, um, well, she created a video kind of basically asking um, Beyonce for 
in a sense, help, basically. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like, and obviously asking how comes nothing has been done on her side and all that kind of stuff there. And, um, I mean, you know, Beyonce obviously having a big, big platform, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, like I said, Tia was literally just asking, like, for help kind of thing. But it's like, I guess she can probably do something to an extent, but I guess she's not just someone that we should just rely mm. on. We shouldn't just have to rely on celebrities and known people to make a change. It can actually just simply just start from home. Mm. You get me? Um, so, I mean... It's something, but at the I same mean, time, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword to me. Because I agree that celebrities who are in positions of power and influence should make as much of an impact as they can. Mm-hmm. And obviously, again, if all these celebrities can do is just tweet and make awareness, nothing's going to change. Because mm-hmm. I, again, to be fair with you, these, all these celebrities are just puppets anyway. They're just there to, for entertainment. I'll be honest with you. I was looking at Idris Elba's one. Um, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. No, I just sorry, didn't. I, since, I didn't see no compassion. It ever, just ever was very since, monotone. Ever since he came out and said he's got coronavirus, fuck Idris Elba. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyone, any celebrity who's openly come out and said, "Oh, I had COVID," no, no, it's it's no, not here for it. Not here for it. He's a puppet too. They're all puppets. I, I, they are all puppets. And no one can prove it to me otherwise. No one can prove to me otherwise. Say no more. And that's just my opinion. <laughs> that is my opinion. That is not the opinion of Layers of Life. That's the opinion of Miles of Layers of Life. Say Thank no you. more. He said it I first, just, yeah. I, I just can't deal with it. He said it first. I can't but deal. I feel, I don't know. I was watching his video and I just, I, I was thinking to myself, are you being like serious about this? Because there wasn't really no compassion. There wasn't really no, I don't know. I didn't, see, I didn't see no emotion. But that's the thing because people, there's like the general population, general civilians are probably messaging or commenting on these people's posts and stuff saying, why are you not speaking out about this? Why are you not speaking about Which this? Which is true. Which and is then true. they're probably just getting the ad go be like, okay, so cool, the, guys, these, have you heard? You know what's going on? They have a team to do these things for them. Mm-mm. They've got a team. It won't, I don't, I personally don't think it will be genuine until, so I don't Change has happened. Or until you physically see them doing stuff that you know the publicist didn't recommend them for them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them is just to tick off their list. Bear in mind, it's all social media. It's, it's social media is a game. When you when you, really when you come off social media for a long period of time, you realize that a lot of this stuff is just sorry makeshift and it's just not really doing stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like nothing's really changing from it. It's just being done just to be done. Yeah, no, for real. So I don't know. For real, I think like I don't know if you're really gonna do something about it. Let's actually get our get get up put our boots on and actually mm. do something about it kind of thing because there's no point of kind of doing what everyone else is doing why is it that you feel like you need to do a video what just because you can be validated no but then my next my next question is what needs to be done because to start that change or that process of change is going to take forever which is very because true because basically every person in power in any in every government needs to leave basically that's what's going to need to happen because nothing ain't happening like that is literally what's going to need to happen nothing ain't happening Literally. In order for change to happen, it's going to have to be like that. No, I promise you, because the ones who are in, pl- in power now are all just corrupt and no one, re- no, I don't think anyone really cares. I don't think anyone really cares. What would the Apple, to be I mean, honest? If I guess people obviously do, but from, I don't think people want to really make change as much as I feel like the, the people want it. And I feel like, you know, maybe it's just a matter of like people probably just restricting themselves to think that they probably can't when you probably can. It's just a matter mm. of how effective is your hope going to be. I mean, I'm just, just thinking like right now, I mean, I don't know how someone might be able to obviously 
get to speak to someone in Nigeria or something. I don't know. Mm. Like, you get what I mean? Like, um, there must be some of, some, there must be some form of connection. I don't know with someone exactly. trying to get into somebody. But Do you get what I mean? Governing bodies are the UN, the United Nations, United Nations. All the nations united into one place where they discuss the laws and what needs to change and what needs to be done. They are there for a reason. Uh, do you know what makes me I'm kind of sad as well it's like all of this is happening this is kind of making me a bit more nervous about may possibly a, another world war happening the world war has been happening just it hasn't been an actual t- typical olden days world war I feel like it's just it's a psychological warfare and that's happening around the world to everybody because mm. we are literally being programmed and being controlled Everything that's happened this year, just think of it. The whole COVID stuff, stay in your house, don't do this, don't do that. Obviously, in regards to the health, it's all for your own benefit anyway. But ultimately, everyone's just being isolated. Everyone's in their own space. Everyone's doing this. Like, when is there going to be a time for people to come together and share ideas and make actual change? Also, just to kind of speak on that as well, look how quick countries were able to make change for COVID. Yeah. I understand that is obviously uh, like what disease or what have you or whatever. Cool, 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 cool. But do you also know that mental health is also a disease as well? Why can't that be changed? Because not to be funny, killing somebody, I don't, I, I there's clearly something wrong with that. There's an issue with that. And so that, why is that not being like and sorted? Nothing, like, it's like people are being killed and murderers are just out there on the loose. Doing and their thing, thinking that they own whatever yeah, when they and don't. And they would because they're part of the government. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just a big game. Because the people who are there to protect us are the ones who are killing us. So what should we do? What is the answer here? Are we safe? Are I don't we know. safe? I feel like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like we, the people, have to be the government. I guess so. I feel like that's what it's going to have to take. Because really and truly, people, I don't feel like we need to be governed. Government is just there to control people. I feel like, to be fair, I say this, but when I, I just think about it now, I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work. The, the it's been too ingrained all the trauma and warfare all the stuff it's been happening for so long that yeah to, to try and change out of it you know what I mean it's yeah. going to take a whole another century I think <laughs> decades yeah, right? no, exactly. you know what I mean I think because of so much has happened I think me personally I kind of think it is possible for things to happen it's possible it is possible but there's people out there that's making it harder for no reason for no reason at all like it's just sad, man. I've lost faith in humanity. That's 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 my thing. I've genuinely lost faith in humanity because no one's allowed to really and truly live their lives freely. If you do, someone's always having to say. Yeah, someone's always got an opinion. You know what I mean? And then you've got all these people who are just there for greed. Who are things like increasing taxes, all this other stuff like rich get rich, poor get poor. Like this is not how and that the is the issue. Being. That is the issue. This There's is no one. No one ain't helping. No one ain't helping. No one out in these streets. And literally, I just this is not how the world is meant to be. I don't feel like we was meant to be come come from our mother's wombs into the world where we have to be in fight and flight mode all the time. So all the time. All the time. Exactly. That. Like, this is not how the world is meant to be. This is not how life is meant to be. Even the world itself, like nature is dying. And we are the ones killing it. We as in the human beings. We're the ones who have put all the gas emissions into the air. We're the ones who have got cars and the CO2 emissions that are put in the air. We humans have created the dysfunction that's happening right now that we're living in. Mm-hmm. And now people are trying to control the dysfunction whilst creating further destruction, but creating happiness and wealth and success for their people and mm-hmm. their families. Like, and everything's money. Everything is but even money. That money, money is just, so they, these people, they make it. 
They make it, but we, need, but we need, yeah, and that's the and that's the issue. That is the issue. If you don't have money, you won't do nothing in this world. And the greed of it as well. I just have, I just know for a fact that there's whatever's happening um, in all of these countries as well. There's definitely some form of money aspect happening with it as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like you're quick to be clearing the money, but what you what are you actually doing for your people? And that's the sad thing about it. It's kind of like you can't. It's, this world is kind of making us feel that we can't. Well, there's no help. Put it like that. Mm. And that's the issue. And this is where you kind of have to kind of think of it as, as an individual. Sometimes you just really just need to kind of fend for yourself as well as obviously look out for your people mm. at the same time as well. Because it's like, you know, if no one, if no one ain't going to push this, who else is, is going to do Literally. so? You get me? I mean, to be fair, I feel like in the Bible and stuff, it says that all of these things are going to happen, right? Before a change or before the end of the world or before some sort of judgment day or before some sort of, I'm getting like, all of these things that's happening now in this world, in this world has been put into the Bible. Um, and I, obviously, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I, I do read Bible to an extent because it has a lot of information in there that's useful for our current day to day life. Yes. But I'm just thinking, okay, cool. We know this is all going to happen. We know this is how things are meant to go based off what the Bible told us. But when is going to be that change for... When is it going to be that change? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, again, this is not... We're in 2020. There's been 2020 years of fucked up shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And even before time and dates was a thing it's been happening from then yeah. as well mm-hmm. like not literally 15,000 years ago probably when we was at a nice place in, in like civilly it's mad man and it's crazy to think that what it's mad is it, this is meant to be the case I was gonna say if you think about it, from day it's like we've been taught to war but it's like we haven't been taught how to keep peace mm. and you know understand what humanity actually is about. Do you get what I'm coming from? It's like, I feel like when it's all of these kind of things happen, it's like people actually lose themselves. Mm-hmm. They really do. They don't really actually deep and think about like, you know, the actual causes that it has on to other people. 100%. Do you get what I mean? And this is why I just feel like just to kind of, kind of come back on it. Like, I just think it's so important just to kind of just look after your people as in where you can, man. Trust mm-hmm. me, because like people like are losing themselves. People are dying and, you know, Everyone's head is just exploding right now, you know? And you know what? I want to actually quote um, a few things that Ashley, you know how much I love Ashley. She said a lot of things regarding everything that's happening um, in the world. Ashley is, um, was actually a part of one of our podcasts, or well, a few podcasts ago, um, if you didn't know who Ashley was. But yeah, she's an amazing person. And amazing. She's got a very good um, um, mindset as well. Literally, and she was literally, so she tweeted about stuff and she was practically like, um, don't fail to understand that politics was ever meant to exist on this earth. Nobody was meant to be governed or formed or forced to conform. People were supposed to exist equally and share resources of the land equally. So when when you look to the same for forces, for answers, understand why they exist in the first place. They were never to serve the best interests of the people, but to stop us from claiming what's rightfully ours. And it's a fact. I thing is, I would love to live in that kind of world. To be fair, that's what the world. I would love to, and that's why I said to myself, like, are we meant to be here in this dysfunction? Is it meant to be like this? Are we meant to just have in our minds, okay, I'm going to work until my pension, and then I'm going to live my life when I'm what sixty five and can't move properly? God forbid, but I'll be fine at sixty five. I know that. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a painting at sixty (laughs) five. Don't get me started. (laughs) But honestly, though, like. That's, I just don't believe the world is how it is. I can't believe it. I can't believe that this is... I, I'm actually born in this in this universe. This is where this is where we live. This is where we reside. No. 
You get me? No, take me and take me to another um, dimension or universe. Whatever that, there's many Earths out there, and that's the thing. People think I'm crazy when I speak about these things, but we'll be cra- you're crazy to think that there's only one Earth. That's what you're crazy about. If you think we humans can exist here, but no one else exists anywhere else, you're mad. <laughs> you're actually mad. Say no more. Say no more. I mean, I I also kind of was thinking to myself, like, obviously, I know each country have their own rules and so forth as well. I mean, could you imagine if like place or like countries within Africa had like the same kind of system that they have in the UK? Can you imagine how much of a better place you know it Ish. could possibly be? It could possibly, it could possibly, possibly be, be, yes, right? Because obviously, yes, there obviously are certain rules that obviously kind of you know. But um, I, I do get what you mean in regards us. to the sense of just being able to live your life. This is it. And why is it so difficult to do so, bro? Like, it's crazy. Like, it really kind of... And this is why I kind of understand when people say, like, you know what, I don't even really want children because I don't want them... I don't want to bring them up in this world. Mm. Can you imagine? Do you know how mad that sounds? Yeah, that's trauma. Like, that's trauma. And that is trauma. Exactly. It is absolutely crazy. You know? Like, I have to... Everyone has to be watching their backs and living in fear. And trust mm. me, that's what life is not supposed to be at it's all. Not, not you at know? All. But I really feel like... When if you're a person that kind of really does like you know, like have yourself together mentally, um, obviously we obviously know that um it's not exactly an easy thing to do, but you know there's actually people who, um have, they people they know how to kind of keep their peace in a sense. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I feel like this is just a time just to kind of like try to like remain keeping our peace, but also try to help out where we yeah. can. You know, what- and guys, hashtag it ain't doing nothing. It's not doing anything. Right. Let's create like, you know, some form of like group to kind of help whatever's happening, um, mm. you know, in Africa or, or wherever was happening in the world and so forth. If you kind of get people together, who obviously have the same cause, because if you think about it, protesting ain't doing nothing like, you Just know, getting people killed. protesting even over here as well. Like I know there was a protest in London here the other day um, outside the Nigerian embassy and so yeah. forth. And, you know, I'm all for I'm here like for it and all these things as well. But what's happened since? Like, because as far as I'm aware, you know, it's just us chanting and, you know, making noise. And again, of course, of course, making awareness, but it's like, okay, after that, what's the outcome after that? Because we've definitely went back to our homes and we woke mm. up the next day and what's happened. Do you know what I'm coming Literally. from? You know? So yeah, I feel like maybe for us individually, we need to take responsibility of what's, you know, happening kind 100%. of thing, you know, um, whatever that might be. But I mean, just know that whatever's happening on the internet is just kind of just creating more news and news and news and mm-hmm. you know and that's why I feel like a lot of people are kind of um, being desensitised about what's happening because it's just so in your face you know but we shouldn't allow that to kind of stop us from actually helping where we can in a sense you know 100%. so yeah like ultimately I just believe that one way to kind of help is just is really to try and find therapy in whatever form that may be whether listen, that is um, talking to yourself, talking to an actual qualified therapist or psychologist, whatever it is, just to kind of help give a bit more clarity and understanding as to the situations you're in and the full process of, of how you do think as well. Um, it's important because these things can cause us trauma and affect us in ways we won't be able to acknowledge or yeah. identify so soon. And I was going to quickly say as well, I'm pretty sure everyone's probably had this moment. Have you ever had a moment where you've you're just so angry or just so like in a mood and upset, but you just don't know why you are angry or upset. Have you ever felt that? And I'm pretty sure majority of you definitely have, right? So with what Mars is saying, I know for a fact that, you know, 
there's definitely ways and obviously mm. trying to kind of like uncover that because I honestly feel that everyone is actually able to kind of you know understand why they are the way they are it's just a matter of number one accepting exactly what's happened and number two you know just coming to terms with it in a sense you know so I mean if it just takes time some people obviously learn about themselves um, quicker than others it might take some time for some people but eventually you're going to get there okay so and therapy I think we said this in, in the podcast before as well therapy is doesn't mean that there is definitely something wrong with you therapy really sh- and truly should be normalized even if you thought it has nothing wrong with you, you know, it's just good to kind of be in tune with themselves. Some people, you know, have the advantage of obviously kind of, you know, um, you know, adapting new skills to kind of get themselves together and others are not. Mm. And that's not a bad thing at all. Um, if you're able to accept that, then cool. And, you know, this is where, you know, therapy is needed, you know? So. 100%. And just as well as that as well, I know there is one organization um, who actually do provide racial wellness therapy. Um, and they're called Zuri Therapy, which is Z-U-R-I Therapy. Um, and they help a lot with just exploring the effects of black trauma, um, understanding and dealing with like microaggressions and racism, obviously just, and just the whole, just being black and the, the struggles that could come with and how that can affect the mind. Um, so I feel like that would be a really good place to start. And yeah, that's, that's I know that's one place for sure. I've heard a lot of good things about them. Good. Um, and again, like do research, find out what therapy sessions you you can possibly go to. And uh, I mean, even possibly speak. To, maybe not, but I was rec- I would recommend <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking to your workplace and seeing if they have anything, or if anyone around there was is able to know anything that could be a, of any assistance to help aid and better development or better develop our mental health. Sorry. Yeah. I always feel like there is always some form of something that are able to, that will be able to help us. It's just a matter of kind of knowing where to access them and mm. where to get them from and so forth. So I feel like, you know, stuff like this is just really important to kind of know that there actually is something out there to actually help us. Don't ever think that there's actually nothing that can. There's always something that we'll be able to. And even if it is not the exact way of how you want the help, right, it's still going to be able to help you in some way, you mm. know? Um, but guys, trust me, please, I beg therapy, make therapy be something that, you know, you, um, do for yourself, at least in your life, within your time span, whilst you're on this earth, because trust me, who wouldn't want to know, like, how to better themselves? Yeah. I always say, as we get older, we obviously need to become the better, the best versions of ourselves. Do you get what I mean? You know? Mm -hmm. So, and... I just, yeah, it's just so important to obviously, you know, do um, something about it kind of thing. Do you know where I'm coming from? So, um, yeah. And I feel like it's just in this time, it is okay and make it okay for you to take time off social media because being on there and constantly seeing people being murdered or just seeing negativity regardless is never going to put you in a positive place or put your mind in a positive space either. Nor will it give you positive feelings or thoughts and emotions and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and... You know, I always am a key advocate for not reacting or behaving or responding or, or making any sort of action based on a negative emotion because that feeling could take you to a dark place. Exactly. Um, and I feel like it's really important for us to be able to get to a place where we can understand what our triggers are as well and how to just put ourselves in a better place. And taking time off social media to figure that out with yourself is honestly my answer because I can only speak from experience. Like I said, when the whole George Floyd stuff was going on, I had to come on social media. It was just too much. Every day, 
it was just too much for me. I, I couldn't keep seeing videos of people being killed because the more I looked at them, they just started to resemble my friends. And I was like, yeah, this is just too much for it's me. It's crazy. I can't, I can't keep watching this stuff. It's crazy. Um, so one thing I would recommend, like if anyone is going, if, if anyone, for those who are listening, if you have listened to this episode, like go and take time off social media. You would realize that social media is not the world. It's not the be or end all. Like you really do. You are a human being. You have a family, you have friends, you've got a life, you've got a purpose, and it doesn't exist on social media. No offence to those who practically, at this point, exist for social media, because if it wasn't there, some people wouldn't be doing social media. Well, they're doing you know kind of thing in it, yeah. Which is understandable, but for those who don't depend on social media for your income or anything like that, take the time away to get your mental health in a better place, because that is all that's important. Mm-hmm. Amongst all of this madness... Your mental health is what is important because that's going to determine how you react to stuff, how you respond to stuff and how you even receive the information. Amen. Amen. And it's just important to do so. You don't want to carry on living the rest of your life in fear, not knowing how to obviously tackle certain obstacles when you come across them and so forth. You don't want that to happen to you at all. Mm. So this is why it's really important just to kind of take time for yourself. You know, like we're very much so worried about, um, you know, what someone else has to post mm. and what's what news is available out there and and if you think about it some of these things is really not our business okay but this is why again like Miles said it's just really important for you to do so you know and I don't want people to feel like coming up social media is like running away from problems because it's not I see it as preserving your mental health and you can't preserve your mental health when you, sorry excuse me again um, when you're watching and seeing things that is subconsciously draining your energy mm-hmm. subconsciously is programming you to be okay with negative stuff and be okay with people being killed vividly on your phone like how can I the fact I can go into my phone and just search for someone and just search for stuff and I can come across a dead like, body it's crazy I was just about to say as well just imagine yeah you're at, you're at home right I'm pretty sure everyone's done this right once the news comes on, right, or once something that you don't like comes on, you switch it off or you go to the next channel. This is what you can also do with whatever you obviously look in your phone and so forth because you're in control of what you see. Let's remember that. No one else is kind of making you see these things, okay? I mean, unless it's your job or whatever kind of thing. Do you get I me? Mean? But just remember you're in control of what you see and what you you want your mind to see kind of thing. Do you get what I'm coming from? Because I believe that as humans, we're very heavily influenced Um on what we see and what we look at and so forth you get me you know we become we become involved in it you know but yeah um i think it would just be a good to kind of good just to kind of you know give yourself a little detox you know and trust me guys look into this therapy stuff as well um i'm pretty sure maybe um at some point we'll be able to post um some form of um you know therapy helplines for people who obviously you know feel like they need to um you know, use them and so forth. Um, again, it's not just if you feel like you have an issue or a problem, it's just really good for you to just to get yourself in tune with yourself. Um, and yeah, just, just try and be the best human as you can, man. Be the best human for yourself and be the best human for, you know, your loved ones as well, because trust me, right. It is not nice when you're having to, um, lose a, um, loved one. Do you get what I mean? So, you know, but trust me, it will be, it will be good for a little change. 
for yourself kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? You know? 100%, man. But yeah, gosh, I'll be honest with you, I was really excited about this um, episode and I'm not going to lie to you, Miles. <laughs> Listen, you took the will on this one, boy. Trust me, you took the will. Like, trust me, whenever Miles actually speaks, I'm actually learning levels. That's why you probably don't really hear me as such. You get what I'm saying? So, but I'm yeah, just, thank you. I'm so you. passionate about my people. I can't lie. And, and it's a shame because I wasn't, haven't always been this way. Mm-hmm. Literally, the whole George Floyd stuff this year spun me and made me realise... I need to be able to take accountability for my mm-hmm. feelings towards my people mm-hmm. and how I'm reacting and what I'm going to do. And this is me making my difference by bringing awareness to such topics and situations and helping people through it, whether I know I'm helping them or not. Yeah. Someone's listened to it. Someone someone's, is. Someone's made a difference in their lives from what I've said. So exactly I'm going to continue doing that. And exactly Thanks that. for the acknowledgement. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> no worries, man. It's all good. But guys, um, as always, you know, um, we would love to obviously be able to hear from you if you've got any questions or any issues feel free to come to us we're not counsellors but guess what I guess we've got a lot enough experience for us to obviously mm-hmm. help you know whoever needs the help and so forth you never know you guys might be able to help us too you get me so mm-hmm. you know you know so let's you know collab or or, so, or, so, or something do you get what I mean and you know let's just you know Keep, the, keep, keep the cohesion going exactly you know like that so yeah but thank you very much guys for listening to another wonderful episode I really hope that you'll be uh, able to I hear from this been a, in a way a traumatising topic so again take some time off social media cleanse your mind cleanse yourself meditate literally mm-hmm. sit in silence for one whole minute just sit in silence. I'd say five minutes to be fair, but okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to start off slow. People can't have, people can't even read for five minutes. Yeah, alone, be quiet for five minutes. Fair enough. <laughs> so the one minute is a start. If you can do that, then, you know, keep going. But I feel that's one thing I recommend. Just keep your mind, allow your mind to pause and stop for a minute. Amen, amen. Well, guys, keep in contact. And you know, so you're going to be hearing from us very soon with something very great like today. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Um, yeah, that's what's up. On that note, we're out. It's your boy Milo. It's your boy Fabs. Peace. Peace.